0: so our title tonight is simply faithful months ago i was um reading a devotion on uh that tozer wrote and he had one you know entry for one day and his um what he said was just plain faithful and i i just love that statement and and sometimes the Lord can speak something just like that to us and he just takes us places with that and develops that and teaches us all kinds of things which he did with me on that and I felt led to share that with you tonight but I, I really like the just plain faithful but plain is just such a Plain word and faithful is not plain. So I'm calling it simply faithful because I like simply because simply is simple. So it's not hard for us to be faithful. And he calls us to be faithful. God is faithful. He cannot be anything but faithful. I loved our worship set. It was full of God's faithfulness and things that we need to be reminded of. The Bible is full of verses which speak of his faithfulness. And the Bible is full of um, the historical account and these godly men and women of faith that we look at and we can see God's faithfulness to them. So we read about uh, Noah and Abraham and Moses and on and on and on, and you can see God's faithfulness in their lives, which then stirs my faith and builds my faith up. So God is so faithful to us, and we are called to be faithful to the Lord. So we have two verses we're just going to touch on tonight. So if you want to turn there, you can. The first one is 1 Corinthians 4.2. The second one is Matthew 25. So if you want to just hold your, your spot there now, you can. We will get to them. The fruit of the Spirit, it tells us in Galatians 5, is love. And out of that love is joy, it's peace, it's goodness, it's kindness, it's self control, and it's faithfulness. And that word in the original language is faith, which means faithfulness, but it also means fidelity, it means loyalty reliability devotion commitment dependability so this one word faithful it has so many different aspects to it and each one of those words can kind of minister to us in a different way but that's part of the fruit of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit this is the holy spirit who works in our lives to produce that fruit in our lives when we yield to him and when we surrender to him daily and we say no to our flesh and what we want to do or the attitude we want to have and we say yes to him, that, all, that fruit is produced in our lives and faithfulness is produced in our lives. First Corinthians four two the apostle Paul he wrote and he said moreover it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. Now we are stewards of the gospel and we are required to be faithful to the gospel and faithful to God. It's it's part of what a Christian is. They are to be faithful. And that word is trustworthy. So we are to be trustworthy stewards of the gospel and trustworthy children of God so that whoever looks at us or knows us, they know we're a trustworthy person. We say what we mean. We follow up on what we say. Just all, all the different ways that we can be faithful and trustworthy. Faithfulness is a beautiful quality in a person's life. You know, who, who doesn't appreciate a faithful person? I mean, that's a, it's a huge thing and it's not as common today as it used to be. You, you know they used to, even when I was little, my grandfather who owned a construction company, they shook hands to make their deal. There's no documents, there's nothing, you just shake hands and then you, you know, then you do the job and then they pay you. That's trustworthy, that's being a faithful person So we like faithful people. Who doesn't like a loyal person? Who doesn't like a reliable person? Who doesn't like a devoted person or a committed person or a dependable person or a trustworthy person? We like that in other people. We, as if we are married, we certainly want our husband to be all of those things. He needs to be. If we're a mom we want our children to grow up and to be a faithful person to be a trustworthy person a loyal person a reliable person a dependable person committed person we want our friends we want our friends to be loyal to be trustworthy so we can share things with them and talk about it so that we can minister to one another and know that it doesn't go any further than that. We want them to be trustworthy. We want our family, our employers, our employees, our teachers, our students, our neighbors, um, everyone to be a faithful person. If 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 the majority of people in the world were faithful, wouldn't it be a peaceful place to to live? Unlike... You know, you watch news, which I don't do on my own, but my husband has it on, so I can hear these things. It's like, not one of these politicians are trustworthy, faithful people. It's like, he's just talking. I don't want to hear. You know, but you get a trustworthy person, wow. So your faithfulness to your family and your home, they mean something to the Lord. Now wait a minute, what happened here? You know, how did that happen? My pages got all messed up. I can't blame it on anyone but myself. This just showed you my brain right now is of like my pages. Out of order (laughs) okay so wait a minute okay it would be a peaceful place if everyone were faithful and God wants us to be faithful in every way to him and if we're faithful to him we're going to be faithful to our fellow brother and sister so I, I mentioned that the Bible is full of verses about God's faithful to us, faithfulness to us. You probably have a favorite, but I also mentioned, and maybe even more than the number of faithful verses, we can see God's faithfulness on, on, on every page with every Bible character in this Bible We see God's faithfulness in Joshua 20. Oh, I scribbled that 23:14. I think it is. He it comes to the end of his life after they came in and conquered the land and they took possession of it, and he said to that generation that he was leaving behind. He said, "Not one thing has failed." Of all the good things which the Lord your God spoke concerning you all have come to pass for you not one word has failed is that the best this is what he's saying what God told us to do in coming in and taking possession of this land and we obediently did so however not fully they still left some enemies there. But not one word that God spoke to them failed. Did not fail at all. He is faithful. He is trustworthy. He is reliable. God is dependable. God is committed to you. He is devoted to his people to you and to me that's the best news ever to be able to to have this relationship with God who is faithful loyal devoted reliable dependable committed to us it blows your mind. Second Timothy 2:13 tells us that if we are faithless, without faith, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. He can't go against who he is. It is his character. It is who he is is faithful and true. He cannot not be faithful. Even the best of people try, and yet they're not perfect. They're going to make a mistake. We're going to make a mistake. God doesn't. Not one word that he has spoken has failed, and it never will. God is faithful. He is faithful to forgive Forgive us when we confess our sins. First John 4, 9, 1 John 9. God is faithful to make a way of escape for us for every temptation that comes into our lives. 1 Corinthians 10.13 God is faithful to call us and then he's faithful to do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 God is faithful to establish us and guard us from the evil one. Second Thessalonians 2 Thessalonians 2.2. He is faithful to do that. God is faithful to his promises. Every single one of his promises. Hebrews 10.23 tells us that. 2 Corinthians 1.20 tells us that and then Joshua 21:45 Psalm 36:5 says that his faithfulness reaches to the clouds it's just high it's just it's just massive it surrounds his people great is his faithfulness i love that that hymn it's just so true it just affirms in us who our God is probably a favorite verse of many of you is lamentations 3 22 and 23 it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not they are new every morning great is his faithfulness and in that verse, faithfulness means firmness, security, and stability. I love that. That's just saying great is God's firmness, His security, and His stability. That is the only secure place to be, is in Him. Everything else is out of control in this world in case you haven't noticed but he he's got us right in the palm of his hand we are safe we are secure he will not fail us though the heavens pass, or the mountains fall in the crash down and fall in the sea, california floats off into the ocean whatever it might be a global warming you know, kind of a thing. Whatever. He is faithful. He remains faithful. It, it, it just, if you stop and meditate on that, you, you, just, you just stand in awe. Or you, or you drop to your knees and bow before him. Has he ever, ever been unfaithful to you? He hasn't he may not have done what you wanted him to do and you may have had a pity party or a little tantrum but that doesn't make him unfaithful actually it makes him a stronger God of no we're gonna do it my way and you'll see in the end how, how right this is and how faithful I have been. So then you look at yourself and you, you, you see God is faithful and then we're required to be faithful. And you just go, okay, how in the world uh, do, do, I, do I do that? I, I'm, I, I'm not like Moses. I don't have Moses' faith. I don't have Abraham's faith. I don't have Noah's faith. Can you imagine Noah, build this ark, it's never rained before, build this humongous ark because the water water is gonna sprinkle out of the sky and it's gonna flood the whole earth. And yet he had that faith to do that when everybody mocked him like, I, I couldn't do that. I don't have David's faith. I don't have Joshua's faith How, or any other Bible character. Um, I can look at Hebrews 11 by faith, by faith, by faith. And I'm like, yeah, I read about them. I know that about them. But you can't put my name in there. I'm not a missionary. I'm not, out, I'm not walking by faith with these these men and women who just, they go to the mission field, and, you know, Amy Carmichael, I mean, how did she do that? I'm not like that. Or, I'm not a teacher of, of the Bible. Um, I, I don't have faith to do that. I'm not a worship leader, or I'm not a spiritual leader. I don't have that kind of faith. I'm not an evangelist. I don't even boldly share my faith. How can I then be faithful maybe i'm not faithful that's not where you're going that's not where we're going so to get that thought out of your mind we may not be any of those people or be any of these things but we can still be faithful and being faithful to god means something to him you can please his heart by being faithful to him. Your faithfulness blesses him. Now, whether your faithfulness is public, like Moses and Abraham and David and Rahab and you know on and on and on and on, or it's private, and nobody sees. You might be a faithful wife in a loveless marriage. Nobody sees that, but God sees that. You may be faithful in staying pure in an impure, evil world. You may be faithful in the little things because you're not going to lie, you're not going to cheat. You're not going to be like everybody else. It doesn't take any special talent or intellect to be faithful to God. Any of us and all of us can be faithful to him. And we can be faithful to him anywhere at any time. What has he called you to do? And don't think called like Moses, called like Abraham, or even called like Pastor Damien. Don't think in those terms. What has he called you to do in life? Are you working? Are you taking care of your home? Um, Working in children's ministry? You know, what is it that he's called you to do? Your faithfulness to your family. And your home means something to him, your faithfulness to your church and your your presence in church means something to the Lord It means something to other people and if it blesses other people it's going to bless the Lord. Your faithfulness to your friend just being A faithful friend to somebody means something to him. Being a faithful employer, if you own a business or an employee, it means something. We can all be faithful. And as I mentioned, being faithful, I am not going to lie. I'm not going to compromise here. I'm not going to cheat on my taxes. I'm not going to, you know Say I did this and I didn't do that. I being faithful in those little everyday things counts. And it probably counts much more than we think. I was reading Second Corinthians or Second Chronicles uh, 14 the other day about King Asa. He was a good king. and at one point in time, the Ethiopians were coming against Judah, and they had an army of one million. Can you imagine one million people coming against your country? Asa cried out to the Lord his God, and he said, Lord, it is nothing for you to do to help Whether with many, they had 300,000, that's a lot, but compared to a million, they're way outnumbered. So, Lord, it's nothing for you to help, whether with many or with those who have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on you, and in your name we go against this multitude. O Lord, you are our God, do not let men Man prevail against you. Not against us, but against you, because we are your people. And I I just thought, what a great, what a great prayer to pray for just about everything in our lives. Lord, this does this is not too big for you. This is this is nothing for you. In my eyes, I'm way outnumbered. I can't I there's nothing I can do. And yet it's not a big deal for you, Lord. You can do it. That's great faith. We can have great faith in that way. When we look to our great God, who is who has great faithfulness to us. So the Lord had blessed his heart. And he struck the Ethiopians, they fled, and they were overthrown. Just like that. You know, all he has to do is speak, and it can be done. But Ace's heart and his faith in his big God blessed God's heart. And that, that really ministered to me. And then as I kept reading we see that years and years later Basha king of Israel was now going to come against Judah and King Asa and what did King Asa do did he pray that wonderful prayer no he went and turned to the Syrians and hired them to fight for him. He didn't rely on the Lord. And then the prophet said to him, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In this you have done foolishly, therefore, from now on you shall have wars. So God is i always love that verse he is looking to and fro throughout the whole earth because he can see everything at all times and he knows every thought and intent of every single person's heart mind and he knows the number of hairs on our head he is amazing he's incredible there's just not a word for how great and how big he is but he is searching for people whose heart is loyal toward Him, complete toward Him, faithful toward Him. I mean, isn't that that's amazing? Here, here He's looking for faithful people, and we can be faithful in making our bed. I mean, it sounds like a silly thing, but it's the truth. Those things that he's given us to do day to day, in our home, or on our job, or with our family, or friends, ministry within the church, ministry outside of the church, all we need to do is just to do it. You just get up and you make the bed again. And then you cook dinner or you go grocery shopping or you do the vacuum or you put gas in the car or you mow the lawn or you go have lunch with a friend who's, who's going through a hard time. Whatever it might be, those are the little things that we can be faithful to for the Lord. Jesus told a parable in Matthew 25 so if you've held your spot you can flip over there Matthew 25 and he said, he told this parable parable and this Lord of the land he gave five talents to one man to another he gave two and to another he gave one each according to his own ability and the one who had who got five was faithful went and invested it and made five more the one who had two was faithful went and invested it and now he has four and the one who received just one thing to do he dug a hole in the ground and he buried it and I want to start reading in uh, verse 19 after a long time the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them so he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents saying Lord you delivered to me five talents look I have gained five more besides them his Lord said to him well done good and faithful servant you were faithful over a few things I will make you ruler over many things enter into the joy of the lord he also he also who had received two talents came and said lord you delivered to me two talents look i've gained two more talents besides them his lord said to him well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful over a few things i will make you ruler over many things enter into the joy of the lord Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there, you have what is is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant. You know that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Therefore, you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will will have an abundance. But from him who does not have, Even what he has will be taken away and cast cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I don't want to focus on that verse, but the whole point is they were given something to do by the Lord, and we all are. They were faithful to it. And, And he said, you were faithful in a few things. Not these huge things, but just just faithful in what I gave you to do. Faithful in what I gave you to do today. Just be faithful in what I give you to do today. Don't look ahead. Just do that today. And then you will hear, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful in a few things and I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. We all long to hear that from the Lord the day we are face to face with him. So whatever he has given you, your faithful God, your God who is who is committed to you and devoted, and he's reliable and he's dependable, what he's given to you, just simply be faithful to him. Because not one word of all the promises that you have from his word or that he's spoken to you individually. They have not and they will not fail God is faithful whatever circumstance you are in God is faithful he's made a way of escape he has promised to be our shepherd our provider our healer anything and everything that we need he is and he promises that to us And let's just be faithful to him. And Father, thank you for your word. And just two simple words, simply faithful. And that's what we want to be to you, Lord. And you spoke to the suffering church of Smyrna. And you said to be faithful unto death. And I will give you a crown of life. And Lord we ask that you would continue the work of your Holy Spirit in our lives so the fruit of your Spirit would flow through us and that this one aspect of being faithful, if there's any area of our life where we've just gotten lazy or slacked off or whatever it might be, As we've looked at how faithful you are, Lord. um, That just just puts a desire in our heart to be faithful to you. Thank you that you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. Thank you that you are faithful to hear us when we cry out to you. And you're faithful to answer. And you're, you're, you're ever-present. And we thank you for that, Lord. We could thank you all night long for your great faithfulness. Just do a work in our hearts, Lord. Encourage those who are discouraged. Remind us, Lord, what you've called us to. And with joy, we want to faithfully serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand and close in a song.